Hey guys, on today's episode, I have a guest that I have been really excited to bring to you because she is the founder of an organization that I have recommended for almost five years now to members of my decluttering program. Anytime they are looking to get rid of anything in their bathroom as far as makeup or toiletries that they didn't really use a ton of, this is an organization that will take those items and <laughs> repurpose them for people who need them. I think that is an incredible mission. And I get to talk to the founder of this organization today. Her name is Julie. And the organization's name is Project Beauty Share. And I'm just going to let the interview speak for itself because she is, she just is incredible. And I'm really excited for you to listen. So let's just jump in. You're listening to the Decluttered Mom Podcast, a podcast built specifically for busy moms by a busy mom. I'm your host, Diana Renee. And in 2017, I had my second daughter and it felt like I was literally drowning in my home. Okay, not literally, but I felt like I couldn't breathe with all of the stuff surrounding me. Over the next 10 months, I got rid of approximately 70% of our household belongings, and I have never looked back. I kind of feel like I hacked the mom system, and I'm here to share all the tips, tricks, and encouragement. Let's listen to today's show. All right, so welcome to this episode of the Decluttered Mom podcast. Today, I have a really exciting guest. Her name is Julie Farley, and she is the founder and executive director of an organization called Project Beauty Share. And I'm going to have her expand on exactly what the organization is and what they do in a moment. But they are someone that I found, Julie, several years ago. And I've been recommending in my program ever since I found you. And I'm just really excited to chat today because I've, I've recommended this organization for so long, but I've never actually spoken to, you know, on the podcast with anyone from your organization. So can you just share with everyone listening a little bit about who you are and what your mission is at Project Beauty Share? Absolutely. And we are just so excited for this collaboration. And I'm so glad that it's been going on for a few years. We feel like we're a good fit because we're all about repurposing items. Mm -hmm. And so Project Beauty Share was founded in 2010. I was in the beauty industry for 35 plus years. I was a professional makeup artist. I had a makeup studio, and I always wanted to give back to the women that I would see homeless on the streets. But because I was a small business owner, I was working 60, 70 hours a week, yeah. you know, just couldn't fit it into my time. But I was having a makeup lesson with a woman, and she had all this product that was just not age-appropriate for her. And I told her, there's the garbage can, just throw it away. And she said why would I do that? I volunteer at an organization that where women never receive these products. And that was kind of my, my first initial aha, you know, yeah. light bulb moment. And, and I was like, well, tell me more. And, and so we had a nice discussion about that. And then it, just the light bulb and there's just the wheel started turning as far as, okay, I have a lot of women customers. I know a lot of people here in the city so we started collecting items for just the few organizations that we were connected with. There was maybe three or four. And then when she came back in to buy some product, I said, so what about shampoo and conditioner? Because makeup is one thing, 
and that provides hope and dignity and helps a woman to get back on her feet if she's getting applying for a job. But she says, oh, my heavens, you didn't know that you cannot use food stamps to purchase any of these items. So I didn't know that. Yeah, the SNAP federal food stamp program does not, you can buy food, that's not taxable, but you cannot buy toilet paper, tampons, shampoo, conditioner, oral hygiene, all of those products are taxed. Okay. So it was like, well, now wait a minute, makeup is one thing, but we need to make sure that these women and their families are clean. Yeah. Right? Right. So then we, that's when we decided to collect everything. And that mushroomed into 20, 30 agencies here in the Northwest. And now we're at over 140 agencies statewide. We also have a national program. We have 15 national partner agencies that we serve. So it just kind of mushroomed into this huge organization. And it's it's such a grassroots effort with not only the people locally, but our national donors and people that, that give to us nationwide. And then the national program is really exciting that we're able to get products from, let's say Maybelline has 20 pallets to donate. Well, we might take a couple of pallets, but we're going to help them to divert product to some of those other organizations around Mm -hmm. the country. And those are all listed on our website. So we're able to share the love across the country. And we really feel like we've created this movement. And that's what it's really all about. Yeah, I love that. I just, I love how it started and how the light bulb went off and how it's blossomed into this beautiful thing that helps just give women the basic things that we take for granted. We don't even think about it. And as you know, I work with women who are decluttering their spaces. And that's something that is very difficult for them is to get rid of beauty items or shampoo and conditioner and things like that, that they spent money on that maybe they used once or they never even opened. So can you talk a little bit more about what's acceptable to donate to Project Beauty Share as far as the different types of categories? Right. And for the full list, our website really pretty much spells it out. So you can definitely go to our website. But for instance, it is that maybe that shampoo that maybe you used once or twice and you just didn't agree with your hair. You didn't like how it felt. And so you stick it back in that cabinet. And I'm totally guilty of doing that. I have to go through my items definitely a few times each year. But you pull it out and you're like, okay, so am I going to throw this away? You know, it's going to end up in a landfill or you can donate it. And so I think it's, it gives women joy, you know, like our tagline is the beauty is in the giving. So women should feel good about donating these products that maybe you would just throw away, but there are families and shelters that would kill for a shampoo that was 75% full. They really would. I mean, it's, they are just not picky and we're very, very, very picky. We have a really high ick factor. So when products get donated to us, they go through a process. We sanitize everything. But if it's, if it's in a big pump and like now most of the beauty products are in airless pumps, as long as it's at least 75% full, Mm -hmm. we can accept it. Okay. You know, things that are in like a tub that is like a body butter or a skincare item. If the seal is broken and fingers have been in there, we can't accept that. Yeah. You know, so we're pretty, pretty picky, but we, we can refurbish some things. We can't refurbish everything. Another thing I was thinking about this morning before coming on is the hair tools, because that is something that doesn't need to be brand new. And so we're all guilty of needing that, the latest and greatest flat iron or hair dryer. And, So they kind of end up piling up in our drawer. And so to simplify, 
their lives and to donate that as long as it's working. And we have a great group of volunteers that clean it up, plug it in, make sure that it works. They sanitize the cords. I mean, they make these hair tools look like brand new. It's really amazing. Yeah. And for many, for many women that are victims of domestic violence, that's maybe something they're going to leave behind. They might just take their purse. They're right. lucky if they get their purse. So they're starting over. So hair tools, things like that are just crucial. The makeup items, we all get those prescription beauty boxes. So you can definitely send the new products, like lip products, anything with a wand cannot be sanitized. So even our eyeliners, they have to be brand new lip liners, but lipsticks. Technically, back in the day, we used to dip them in alcohol and chop them off, but we just we just don't have the time and the manpower to do that. So they have to be brand new. Pressed products, if it's like just been barely or gently used, we inspect that and we can sanitize those. Those eyeshadows, anything like a mineral powder that has like a, that doesn't have the seal that we don't accept those, but you know that. So it's pretty common sense guidelines. Okay. And you said uh, you have a full list on your website. So we'll make sure to include that in our show notes also, just to make it easier for everyone to grab that. You are in the, where are you located again? So we're in the North, we're in the Pacific Northwest. We're in Eastern Washington. And so you know, there, the cost of shipping has gone up. There are the flat rate boxes are probably the most economical way to, for someone to ship through the USPS. I think at 15 or $16 now. There's also another nonprofit called Give Back Box. And if you go to the women's charities, then I think they've raised it. It used to be 15, but I think it's maybe $20, but that's for any, I think up to 70 pounds you know, then you can, they'll give you a shipping label. So basically you're helping their nonprofit and they do good work as well. Just make sure whatever you're sending is definitely packed. Well, instead of using peanuts, which we all <laughs> loathe, is yeah. to is to use what one way that we are able to get more feminine hygiene products is have women use the pads and just use that as packing material. Oh, that's Or the tampons. Yeah, yeah, works really well because... Feminine hygiene is so expensive now, and that's something that we never get enough of. But packing those boxes really tight, maybe taping the the pump, putting a little bit of tape on that just to secure it so it doesn't ooze out all over into the box. But I think if you just pack it tight, it, it works really well. Okay, awesome. And just so so I'm clear and our listeners are clear, so Project Beauty Shared is not independently distributing these items. You're distributing to other organizations that are working with Okay. Yes. I'm so glad you asked that. Yes. We are considered, we're not a direct serve. We're a pass through agency. So we're a 501c3 and we vet and we give to other nonprofit agencies. So we're serving women that are homeless, women that are in transition, teens, a lot of food banks. We're not just helping homeless. We're also helping food banks for people that are the working poor, which was really important to me. So we're, we're very picky. They, and the other agencies that we give to have to be nonprofits. We feel like we can serve more women and their families by having that model rather than being a direct serve. Okay. Awesome. And is there anything that right now you guys are like, we just really need this specific type of item? Well, just since COVID and I think with the economy and the price and inflation of everything, it's really the the personal hygiene items that we really need. Although our makeup donations, it's really interesting. The last year and a half, we've seen a drop of about 40 to 50% in our donations. 
during during COVID, we did get a lot of makeup donations because nobody was wearing makeup. Now <laughs> we're getting, I know we're now we're getting a lot less. So we we definitely need everything, but the shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, razors, body lotions are are really welcomed. Feminine hygiene is mm-hmm. definitely a, a big one. And it's interesting, we used to get a lot of perfumes and body sprays. And that's something, again, that does not need to be brand new because those are alcohol-based. Mm-hmm. So we do get a lot of perfume donated. And some agencies can accept perfumes, some can't, just because there's alcohol in them. But but yeah, the, the perfumes and body washes are, are we're really low on those. Okay, that makes sense. If someone is just really, you know, inspired and wants to to help your organization, but they don't really have products that they can send, are they able to just donate directly monetarily? Yes, they can, definitely. The other thing that we have is an Amazon wish list. Okay. So on the Amazon wish list, we did a lot of fire relief because there was two major forest fires here within our county, which was okay. just devastating. So the Amazon wish list really is always updated. They can do that. They can donate you know, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars to our donate page. Definitely, we got to keep the lights on and we're pretty lean staff. So there's not a huge amount going to employees. It's just that we have a big heart. We have a lot of volunteers and we depend upon those national donations. Yeah, absolutely. So as we are speaking right now, it is October, but when this comes out, it's probably going to be a little bit closer to Christmas. So we here at the Decluttered Mom, we're going to be doing kind of a big push for you guys the week that this comes out on our Instagram. We're going to come out with some content to share what you guys are doing. And I really want anyone that's listening here to just consider looking around their home. We talk a lot about bathroom being the first thing, one of the first things that you can declutter because it tends to not have a ton of sentimental items. It has more items like this where it's like, oh man, I spent money on this shampoo and conditioner my hairstylist told me to buy and I hated it after I used it one time, but it's, it costs a lot of money and what do I do with this? So if you can go through your bathroom and you can just kind of see what you have available and look into this organization. And, and as I said, we're going to put all the show notes. We'll put your Amazon wish list link in the show notes also, but I would really just love to help you guys going into the holiday season and kind of get a good push into the new year. That's amazing. That's really great. And and that's, we do a big holiday gift bag program. So a lot of, maybe it's that Bath and Body Works product that you got last Christmas and yeah. you know, you're, you're just, you know, it's like, what do I do with it? I don't like something that's, that smells like that. Yeah. You know, those are great items because those, we squirrel those items aside all year long. And then at Christmas time, we give those out. So I love that. Awesome. Well, is there anything else we didn't cover today that you just want to make sure that our listeners know? I I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it all. You know, we are just so fortunate to have this collaboration. We're super excited. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Julie. It was so much fun talking to you. And like I said, be sure to check out my Instagram. I'll have all the information there this week as well as um, everything in our show notes. Thank you so much. I really hope that you enjoyed this interview. We have all of the information that we discussed in the show notes. So their list that they're commonly looking for donations, all of that, their website, you can find all of that in our show notes. And I really hope that as you are going through your decluttering journey, if you come across these items, 
I really hope that this is an organization that you will consider as you're going through the process. Thanks for hanging out and listening to the Decluttered Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could write a review or share this episode with a friend or your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at the.decluttered.mom and send me a DM to say hi. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. I hope you'll come back next week and hang out with us again.